The radio show ATL The Aftermath back with another great interview. And speaking of great, we got guest hosting with us our great friend, Juicy K, Global RB 96.3, The Break Room, hanging out with us. Juicy K, what's up? Welcome back to the show. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much for having me, M16. How are you? I'm doing pretty good, and we're going to be doing even better because we're going to be talking to great R&B singer Danny Girl coming out of Virginia. She's got her mixtape out on SpinRilla.com. Juicy, you looking forward to talking to Danny Girl? I can't wait. I've listened to her music, and she's a whole vibe, so I cannot wait to talk to her. All right, well, let's not keep everybody waiting. Let's bring her in and let's have a conversation. Let's do it. You are now listening to The Radio Show. Think that you can just interject yourself into any part of their day and interrupt whatever it is that they're doing. So you drop a text and let them determine their availability to respond. Full on shite. Yeah. And because of that attitude, Fact. Diva, the message that you deserve in the morning is charger full or whatever an Android says when you wake up in the morning. You're listening to the radio show ATL on YouTube and all other podcast providers. All right, we got another episode of the radio show ACL The Aftermath on the air, and we got hanging out with us great R&B singer Danny Girl coming out of Virginia. Danny, thanks for coming on the show. We appreciate the time. Hey, hey. Thank you for having me. That's good to hey, uh, you know finally. Hey, Juicy. <laughs> it's, it's good to you know uh, finally connect with you and everything, and uh, you know just sort of get to know you and your story a little bit better. So um, I'm assuming that most of the time when people talk to you about, I guess, what you do as far as being a singer, a lot of times when deciding to become a singer, people are influenced by other singers and songwriters. But I want to go outside the box and ask, who is someone outside of music that's a big influence on you? So that could be somebody, it could be an actor or athlete or just whomever. Who is someone else that's like a big influence on what you do? Wow. Um, hmm. That's a pretty broad question. Um, I don't know. I mean, really, it would be personal. Um, not not a, a public figure or anything. Yeah. Personal, like, you know, my mom, someone like that. Um, you know, um, yeah, that's a loaded question. <laughs> I can't remember. Really it's like when we get off, I'm like, oh. I could have said that person. <laughs> That's usually how it goes. <laughs> that is. But yeah, it could be like like you were saying, somebody that, that's within your village that could just be one yeah. of those unsung heroes that help, you know, push you and keep you going on those days when you're just not feeling it. Oh my gosh. She would definitely be, I'd say, number one. Um, just because it's like, you know, she just, she understands me. She gets it. Um, you know, a lot of times I do, I, it's, it's, it's hard, you know, entertainment, like, talking about earlier it's just it's hard to put yourself out there and really like you know um just you know hope that people like or receive you so she already stay true to myself and you know believe in myself that's just been always the motto so I can say she's my go-to when I'm feeling discouraged and just like I want to (laughs) quit like I'm just I'm (laughs) old so yeah no, that's that's a good answer, and that's that's realistic too. Because even no matter what endeavor you, you know you have going on, whether you know you're a singer or whatever it is you're doing, you know, mom's always gonna have your back Absolutely. all the time. Yes. So, yeah. So, and speaking about being an artist, artists can be creatures of habit. So, when it comes to that, do you have like a specific routine when you're writing and recording 
that you try to follow when you're like creating and crafting? Can you tell us about that? It's funny because with me, my writing process is, I, I'm really connected spiritually, I would say. So I'm not always like, I'm not always like, like sometimes I do get a writer's block because I'm not inspired. So like, it's like for me, I have to literally be in, inspired to write. So like for people to think that, oh, just because, you know, a singer songwriter, you're writing all the time. Like I am able to write if I'm in a session and it's like, you know, I have to write on the spot. But for me, I feel it's organic when I can spiritually connect to something, I feel it. So like in a lot, and there's other instances where if the production is good and I'm really feeling it, like it'll, it'll that, that inspires me as well to write. But I, I don't know, it's weird for me. I could be driving and I, will hit me and it's like oh you know or something like that so a lot of times I feel like you know it, it's just something that comes from within for me because um, you know I guess it's, it's a natural gift to to do it but when I first started singing I didn't have the confidence to write I've been singing for years and it's easy to hear someone else and kind of mimic what they do but to find yourself as an artist and a writer like that took time I, di I didn't start writing until like in my 30s literally because <laughs> I, I always felt like oh this is corny like, like I'm overthinking but I think with just more life experiences and just going through different things you got you have more material you got more to talk about so it just comes to you so. no that's a that's a great answer and explanation on um how, how you're able to uh, put your artistry together in your own way when you're feeling it in in that moment so um no, that's a great explanation on that all right, so uh, again, we we're talking to Danny Girl, right? She's a great upcoming R&B singer, all right, coming out of Virginia. All right, you can follow her on Instagram at underscore Danny Girl underscore three. So you can stream all of her music on Spotify, Apple, Tidal, Deezer, wherever you listen to your music, you can find her on there. Uh, search her on YouTube, Danny Girl, and then she's got her mixtape that's out, all right? So it's called 408 NVA. So that's available on spinrilla.com. Juicy K, do you have something for the magnificent Danny Girl? <laughs> yes, I do. Danny, girl, you mentioned that, you know, sometimes you get writer's block. What is your process so that you sound fresh and that you don't feel like you're pressured to sound like everybody else or to work or to um, have lyrics like everybody else? How do you keep yourself true to yourself, but also, you know, relevant, if that makes sense? Completely honest. It's not that I don't have my ears to the street and I don't know who's hot and what's going on, but I don't listen. I don't I don't listen. Um, that's the only way that I can stay authentic in my, you know, in my artistry is, you know, and it's OK to be influenced. But I just to really just stay within what feels good to Danny in my lane as an artist. Like, you know, I just don't really like I can't remember the last artist, you know, that I've actually heard a full project especially when I'm in you know artist mode now when I'm chilling and I'm not necessarily recording and I'm just living normal life then I go and I check people out and I support other artists and stuff like that but I'm really when I'm in my creative space I tune everything out and I just basically just stay within my own lane of course always going to study the greats like the people that you know came before and paved the way for us like the you know the Whitney's and the Mariah's or the Erica Badu's Bill Scott is one of my absolute all-time favorite like you know those are the people like you know that I I always study because it's just you know I, I admire 
second. But most of the stuff that's current, I just try to just block it out when I'm in a creative space so I can just stay within my lane and not try to do what everybody else is doing. Sound like anyone else, you know, and you know, there's and it feels like everybody's on someone else's wave. Oh, I want the Summer Walker sound, or I want the Janiko sound, or I want the her sound. It's like, no, be you, whatever you, whatever you feels good to you, because that worked for them. It may not necessarily work for you. So that's basically how I do it. But definitely love, you know, support everything that's on around me but so I don't sound like it's like oh she don't support other artists I just for me it's just easier that way to just kind of not listen until I'm in a space where I'm done what I gotta do right and right so I have, okay I have another question as far as songwriting sure. um do you hear the music and then write to the music or do you write to the music and then pair it with a beat or a sound that works for you it's kind of hard like I Sometimes I've had ideas come to me where I have something in my head, but it's kind of hard to get someone that has the the ear, right? To just build around an idea. It takes a lot. It takes a producer that really is willing to put in the time and just understands, you know, my head. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. not a lot of that, that get me sometimes and I can be a bit of a perfectionist because it's like you're not not really anal but if I hear something I want it to sound exactly like it sounds in my head and if it's not it's like I already scratched that I'm not with it but um so most of the time I would say I it's the production that inspires me once I hear that if I love it and I'm like oh I love this then you know I'll I'll write to it or however that goes and in some cases I've written a song in an hour if I was really inspired like okay because um the joint that I did, um, it's on my mixtape. It opens the mixtape. The Aaliyah. Uh, yes. Um, yes. Woke up one morning and just felt like I wanted to just pay homage to her because um, she's also one of my favorite artists. I get comparisons to her a lot. And people just was like, you should do something to an Aaliyah beat. And I'm like, all right, cool. You know, why not? And that just came to me. Like, I didn't want to do anything or sound anything very get on the record because it was great I mean it's just so great so I was afraid at first because I'm like ah people might not receive this well this is Aaliyah and it's like who's the girl trying to sing on her truck so but um I just wanted to really just put my flavor on it but back to her so I was inspired and wanted to write and it it just came to me it was just like the idea and I just filled it out and went to the studio recorded it and that was that so you know, that's just how things hit me sometimes. It's funny that you mentioned Aaliyah. Um, when M16 first, like, we've been talking about working with you and, you know, sitting down and doing an interview with you for a couple months now. And I okay. said, when he first sent me, um, like, one of your songs, I was like, she's, and I think it was a video too. I was like, she's giving very much Aaliyah vibes. So <laughs> I'm sure you hear that a lot. And then uh, a couple <laughs> weeks, uh, actually a couple months later, like, I think like a week ago, um, he sent me your mixtape and Aaliyah was one of them. I was like, okay, not there's there are no coincidences. Absolutely. <laughs> and you did your thing on that. So you you paid homage very well. Thank you. Appreciate You're it. You are now listening to the radio show. GPS for the most part is reliable, you know. Um, but today 
And usually in the past, I ignore these, but they give you, hey, save five minutes. Hey, save two minutes. Well, this one said, hey, save seven minutes. I said, you know what? Seven seems like a reasonable, you know, that's that's a a reasonable time. You know, five minutes, I'm really not losing nothing. Two minutes, who gives a fuck, right? If I'm late, fuck it, two minutes late. I said, but seven minutes, I'm going to take you up on that DPS. I clicked the new route, and I ended up 10 minutes later than what the fuck I was supposed to get to with the original time. You're listening to the radio show on YouTube and all other podcast providers. All right, all right, all right. So, so Danny, you know, you were mentioning about artist influence and things like that. What is your favorite album to listen to? And when you listen to it, what does it do for you? Like, does it help you clear your mind? Does it put you in a good mood? Does it get you ready to create? You know, what does it do for you? Um, one of my ever is um, Life, AJ Blige, My Life. Um, it you is- heard it? You heard her, M16? Because we did, just talked about that. We were we just having a debate about, about yeah, we just had a conversation <laughs> about that not long ago. Really? Oh, wow. Yeah, it's just an amazing body of work. It's just, she, you could tell she bared her soul on it. Um, it still resonates to this day. It's just things that we all experience, especially women. Yes. We go through things we feel just being transparent, you know, being able to really just express yourself on the record. And I feel like a lot of that doesn't happen these days. You know, it's like entertainment is just now, you know, we want to hit, we just want something catchy. We don't want to really speak anymore. We don't want to really like, you know, have something that people can go to when they're having a bad day or they just want to be uplifted or they just, you you just don't want to feel alone. Like Mm -hmm. I'm not the person that's going through this, right? So I didn't look at it like it's just a heartbreak. I looked at it as if this, she really felt like 20 years from now, 30 years from now, people are going to find this this music and they're going to be inspired. And so even still, like from the first track to the last track, I can literally pop that on right now and listen to it like it just dropped yesterday. So yep. that, that album to me is just um, the staple of just a great R&B project. Absolutely. I agree. What's your favorite song on the album? Oh, man. Mine is um, You Gotta Believe. I love You Gotta Believe. Mine is actually um, the joint. Uh, which one is it? I'm the only one you need. Oh, yeah. Trust me. That one. That's mm-hmm. all time. Like, the, I love that. And I also love um, Happy. Um, just I, that means just always. Like, I feel like that every day. It's just you just want to be happy. You just want to find that space where you just feel good about life. You feel good about yourself, like you know, you know. So that's always a pick up. I love that she did it over a beat that you can still. It's like the lyrics are dope and it speaks, but you can still groove to it. Absolutely. So I, it's just the whole album is just amazing. Still I agree. This- I agree. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We. We had a hot take that we, uh, Juice and I both agreed that, like, Mary, after them first two, she pro- she could have just stopped right then. She, uh, just stopped. she didn't have to make any more music after that. Absolutely. Yeah. That's it. She could have just, a- after what's the 411 in my life, she could have been like, you know what? I'm I'm done. I'm good. She can literally tour off, off of those two albums for the rest of her life. Yes. 
pull it out. You know, when she did the My Life tour, I missed it. But I would literally pay every time to see it. It's just, mm-hmm. I because I, I mean, and I love to go to shows where I can actually sing along. And I know Absolutely. 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 <laughs> like, don't play no, don't play no new stuff. Play the hits. Exactly. We want to hear the hits. The one I practiced right. in the car on the way to your concert. That's that. what I want. That. That's it right there. So also with that, Danny, I guess kind of piggybacking off uh, something that Juicy was saying earlier about, you know, influences, the the Aaliyah influence and things of that nature. So when people hear Danny Girl, what what would you want your signature thing that people are going to say about you? Like the great voice, you got charisma, just loving your vibe. What, What do you want people to, you know, take away from that when they're listening to Hmm. I try to honestly, even when I work with other writers and when I'm writing myself, I just try to speak to the right to, to the audience, to the to the listener. I just want people to understand that, you know, just being an art artistry is just really about like, you know, I can I can touch on so many different subjects. I can I can just really be, you know, just whoever I may not feel confident being in every day. Uh-huh. I can just become that and, and, and just have the listener go to, I like, I like music that I can vibe to that. I can, I can pop in and I can drive and just get lost in it. Yeah. You know, so that's the type of artist I want to be the balance where we need the up-tempo. We need the club stuff. We need the rap. We need the, this, we need the, that, but we also sometimes want to chill. We also, we just want to just get in our heads and just go somewhere else. Like, I just want something to take me somewhere, like take me to another place in my mind. So I I think about that when I write, I just want to speak to people. I want my lyrics to be actually like, you know, sometimes I feel like people try to write too complex. I'm a metaphorical writer, but I want you to really understand what I'm saying because there's a message in it. It's, it's not always, you know, it's not always like, you know, um, the fun stuff is cool, but I think people really just want reassurance and just want to hear real messages. Believe it or not, mainstream is going to always push it that we want the the sex talk and the women to just be promiscuous and talk about how good their whatever is. But that's just not me. I don't I don't roll like that. It's never been my style. I grew up in the 80s and the 90s where you had to get up there and bang. Okay, yep. you didn't have, have no track backing you. You you know, I learned to sing a cappella in the church, you know, so it's just a different era, different time. And you know, I think that's missing in music now, just messages yep. writing love, like okay, sex is great, but we want to also, you know, teach young people to find love because you want to thing. You don't want to just be out here spreading your body and giving it to everybody that wants it. You want to partner a life partner that's what life is about so i i just try to not go too far left but i don't want to be boring either so i just try to find a, a a balance where you know i can one day write a song about something inspirational you know i can talk about god or i can talk about a breakup or i can talk about whatever so i just love that that you know just being a creator you can really just go anywhere you want to go with it so um but but yeah i want to just be remembered or um, for for that reason, just in itself, if if I could have, you could have played a song of mine one day, and it actually made you smile, or it made you think about something, or you just feel like, okay, I can relate to her. That I did my, 
you know. And I think to speak to you, what you just said, Danny. I think um, you know. I also grew up in the '80s and the '90s, and I think what's missing in today's music is the relatability. I think. Yeah. People are music is supposed to be about what you can relate to instead of being what the music tells you to be. And I think back in the day, um, you know, the music and that's probably why 30 years later, Mary and Jodeci and, you know, um, Deborah Cox, we can relate to that pain. We can relate to a stranger in the house. You know what I'm saying? To me, like those things, like we can relate to those things even more so now than when we first heard it. So and I think that's what's missing in the music today. But you got it, though. You got it. I think, and when I heard your music, I said to M16, she's got a very 90s vibe, and that's what I love. And, you know, out of all the eras of R&B, I'm always going to play 90s over most most genres and most, you know, decades because, and you have that, like, you have that 90s feel, and that's a feel-good decade for me for music. Yes, it was, you hit it right. Feel-good time for music. It was just, you know, we didn't understand it then, right? We just thought it sounded good. But now I can, I can, like, girl, have my wine, be like, I know yeah. I right? yes. was, he was talking on that thing. Yes. yes. So, <laughs> I get it. Now. Right. Yeah, honey, I've been through some things. So, mm-hmm. yeah, definitely. Yeah, that's it. That's definitely, like, Juicy, you just touched on it because that's a vibe I got from Danny. Um, I believe I might have told her this off air that. Um, some of the songs, like remember in the 90s, like the soundtrack to a movie, the soundtrack was sometimes bigger than the movie, you know, and to me, it sounded like some of the Danny Girl songs like belong on like a soundtrack, like you heard it in a movie, you've heard it in a movie, and it's like, dang, what is that song? Like, I I need to hear that, and that's that's, that's the vibe that comes off with that, you know? Absolutely. That that feeling, you know, that that good feeling. That feeling. Mm -hmm. To be remembered for that feeling, whatever it did for you, the feeling that's that's basically what you want to be remembered for you know i've never go with the trends and try to keep up you know and i'm like i said i'm not 25 like i'm not about to be talking about what these kids out here talking about i don't even relate i could never sell out like that so i just feel like you know just staying true to yourself and just you know and being confident in that is enough to you know if you got one or two people listening hey you did you did your due diligence that's what Right. So, you know, know who you can inspire and who you can touch. So that that's why I stay in it, because there's been times that I've been like, Ugh. but, you know, you, you never know, because like I said, people don't always tell you that they're inspired or they love what you're doing. So just keep doing it because they see it. Yep. You know, they see it and they hear it. So. And 20 years from now, they're going to remember where they were when they heard your song and how they felt. And that's the intuitiveness that your music has. Thank you. You're welcome. All right, so um, just to get to reiterate, all right, so we're talking to Danny Girl, great R&B singer. You can follow her on Instagram at underscore Danny Girl underscore three. You can see the information right there on the screen there. Uh, you stream her music on all the music providers, so that's Spotify, Apple, Tidal, wherever you get your music, just search for Danny Girl. She's on YouTube at Danny Girl, and then make sure and check out her mixtape. It's on spinrilla.com. It's called 408, in, 408 AM MVA. Juicy K, do you have something else for Danny Girl? Okay, so this is kind of, it's not messy, but you're, you know. It's probably messy. It's probably messy. M16. Okay, so anyway, you you mentioned you love Mary. So what did you think about the whole Shaka conversation and comment about Mary? Told you it was going to be, told you it was going to be messy. messy. (laughs) Yeah. 
I love both artists. I love both of the ladies. We have to always give it up for Shaka because she's right. a trendsetter. She's a, you know, just an innovator, just a, you know, she paid, she definitely set the tone and paved the way for artists like Mary and myself and so many others. I just feel like for me though, um, I, I get it that the older artists give us the 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 hard criticism and maybe the tough love, right? And it's fine when it's in private and it's between me and you, right? If we have a personal relationship, that's good. Okay, you told Mary that in private, but I would never bash another artist publicly um, just because I respect everyone's craft, right? Mm -hmm. um, I feel like, to be honest, Mary introduced that song to me as a child because I I heard of Shaka Khan, of course, because my parents, you know, my dad is a music connoisseur. So I heard all of this stuff, but, you know, being a 90s kid, um, Sweet Thing to me was Mary's song, right? Until mm -hmm. I, you know, I, I'm okay. That that wasn't originally her song. Okay, all right, cool. That was Shaka's song. But I mean, Mary's version is amazing. Like, it's great. Like, it really is. And it's Mary. I mean, it's Mary. Better than Shaka's, it's better than Shaka's. I take. She's not. Danny's not going to say that, I don't think. Because we'll say it. It's better than Shaka's. I agree. No, actually, to be honest, I listened you know, to both of them when I played them last week. And I feel like they're comparable, honestly. Like, I I, I'm, I guess I don't have the musically trained ear. I'm just a spectator and a listener, but right. they sounded very similar to me. Right. I put Mary in it. She just right. put her skin on it. Mary had very hard, you know, shock is more soothing and more sultry, right? Mm -hmm. Mary is, you know, Yonkers, New York, like, you know, I'm going to bring my flavor to it, you know, right. I'm I'm tough, and then you know, yeah, that B girl vibe, right? She's the mm -hmm. queen of soul. So of course, she wasn't gonna come off smooth. She was gonna come, you know. But it, it it's like, like I said, I I love Shaka, respect her to the moon and back. But I just felt like, you know, we don't want black artists can't support each other, right? and that we're we're um, you know, tearing down other artists. If you didn't like what she did and you told her, because I think she did that. Well, I told her that. I said that to her. Okay, that's fine. So artist to artist, y'all have a personal relationship, but I don't think that's something. But she might have got tricked into answering that question. Oh, 1,000%. 1,000%. Careful with him because she might have just, you know, in talking, felt like, well, I, you know. But yeah, I just felt like I love both versions, but if I had to choose, I'm going to go I mean, you know, because it just, it just, it just is better in in a sense. I mean, she's the originator, but Mary's version is just dope. I mean, let's just be clear. I mean, now for a different year, different time, someone right. else that's older than us might would say Shaka can take it, right? But we came from that era when Mary was thriving, and that's that's what I remember is Mary's version. You know, Same. I figured out Shaka had you know was the originator of the song, but. Like, you know, have to really like what everybody's doing, but we don't want to bash each other, you know. Absolutely. Like, you know what I'm saying, like, everybody's craft should be respected as artists. And like, um, like I said, don't don't listen to it. But I think that when you create something and you feel like it's yours, somebody just might have upstaged you a little bit and took Ooh. Some on you. Ooh, and yes. 
And it's like she's salty even years later. <laughs> might have actually told her, right? Because she just might have, because that was a huge album. So, I mean, she probably felt that way for years, but we're just here. Right, right, <laughs> right. And like you said, I think she got, I think she got tricked into answering it that way, and then it just got a battery put on her her back, and then she just kept going, and so and she, she did exactly what the uh, I think his name was Goldman, um, what he wanted her to do, and so. Oh, and I thought it was black. Oh, okay, because I'm like, yeah, he's another. No, it wasn't Vlad. It was, uh, I think his name's Tony Goldman, because I just oh, did a story Tony. on it last week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, yeah, okay, but, but yeah, no, she definitely got got walked into that, and I, I don't think she meant any harm. It's really her opinion, because it at the end of the day, it's her baby. Absolutely, she, it's her song. I feel like you know, can't nobody do it better? I'm the blueprint. Which respect you are, Shaka, but but yeah, my gosh. Like Eva, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's it. I'm like, go see the interview for yourself before you judge and think that's all she had to say. Because I think she felt as if you know I said this to her, so I and she already knew how I felt, right? But it still was just like, oh my god, a bit. Mm-hmm. It was hard. Well, personally, I think that the Rolling Stones top 200 was messy in itself, like. And I want to know who wrote it. I want to know who voted. I want to know wrote it and voted. Like, I need to know. I'm so tired of people who really don't actually know music and don't know the artists, like, making these crazy lists because I don't feel that they actually even... It's just some editor or someone who's looking at maybe, you know, small statistics and just creating these lists. And it's like... Everybody's opinions are going to be different about certain things, but anybody's top five or top 10 should make sense. It just should. Anything else is like, all right, cool. That's fair game. But we all know who the greats are and who should be in those, those, you know, those slots, period. And it's not based on on just actual talent and, you know, timeless music. Timeless music. That's what it is. Yeah. about so if it's something that you that was created 30 years ago and you can still listen to it today that's any art you know 1000% I agree I agree 1000% you are now listening to the radio show Bruh. This is that knowledge you can't learn in college right here mm-hmm. <laughs> little news you can't refuse and hopefully not abuse you know we ain't doing nothing here but trying to help folks get their weather together, church. That's it. Oh, my God. Kristen, you sound very pimp adjacent, and I like it. You're listening to the radio show ATL on YouTube and all other podcast providers. A couple more here for you, and then uh, we got this question game that we do with our guests. Uh, you know, open them up a little bit. I mean, you've already been super open with us already, but this is more, you know, having some some fun and everything. But when it comes to what you're doing... If for some reason you weren't singing, what would be your passion that you would just go all in for? I think, and this is what I said, I'm, you know, I'm wanting to focus a little more on, I want to, you know, anything that has to do with mentoring, helping young women, Um, young men, Think, you know, of course, being a woman, I can relate more to young black women, just the challenges that we we face. Um, 
you know, um, just the pressures that we face as Black women, just in general, whether it's corporate America, whether it's in entertainment, um, you know, we're always just feeling like we have to do extra just to be seen and heard. And I just want to just, and, and I know for me, it's shaking my confidence just, you know, throughout my life. So just my experiences, and even, you know, the things that I've been through, my testimony, whatever, I just want to help young women, period. I think also to being in a, you know, this social media age, there's even more added pressure mm-hmm. um, to feel like you look the part or you are good enough. And I just want young women to know and understand you are enough. Right people will nurture that. They will respect that. They will appreciate that. Right. So I think that's what I even now want to start putting my passion into. And even if, you know, you know, just developing young artists that want to be in entertainment and helping them to do it the right way. Um, and when I say that is because, you know, just understanding that you don't have to sell out. To what's going on to feel like that's gonna get you ahead of the curve because really it's not it'll get you instant gratification but sometimes in most cases that's not always good and you know I see so many artists that go in and then they stay in it and when they're no longer successful they have nothing else to fall back on they don't have a college education they can't get a job they can't even they don't even have insurance there's no in the entertainment industry there's nothing to protect you when you when you're no longer that so I just want to just help young people to just kind of map their lives out um and just be smart about their decisions because I had the guidance support but I'm also um I don't know I'm not (laughs) hard-headed but I have to keep touching the stove and get tired of getting burned sometimes you know and I'm like Take it from me when my parents used to tell me stuff. And I'm like, well, how you going to tell me? And you did the same thing. I get it now. I get why you were saying that because you learned your experiences. You were trying to tell me, like, I don't want that for you. So right. I really want to just help women, especially young Black women, um, just with anything. If I can just share anything with them just to keep them up and keep them uplifted. Um, because we suffer from so many different things, whether it's anxiety. Right depression, um, all of these different things that we feel we have to mask our pain. We have Um, to all be strong. And sometimes sometimes you just don't want to be strong. You don't feel like, like, I don't want to be strong. I'm not today. And it's okay. It's okay. okay. You know, and being that I've lost one of my closest friends to suicide and I felt like I could have been more, you know, hands on, but people hide things. You know, they don't tell you that they're really hurting that bad something you know it explodes and then it's too late so I you know and being that I've struggled with things myself throughout my life I just want us to rally up and just uplift each other and just you know help each other that's what I want to start dedicating my life's work to is just because while I'm helping you I'm helping myself absolutely yes (laughs) so that that's what I think I would put my passion I like that. So not just a, you know, a really great singer, but a great person also. Yes. So, try to be. <laughs> I try no, that's to be, all right. Never fit in. I think I'm I'm too real for people. I'm just like, I am who I am. 
coffee is what you get. <laughs> no, that's all, no, that's that's all right right there. That's real inspiring yeah. to to hear something like that. So you know, good for you for you know having that vision in in that manner and everything. So then you know we mentioned a lot of information. We talked about a lot of things. Um, was there any other like? Cause you, you know, some people they have stuff. I mean, I had a list of things I had to name off that you have out there. I mean, is there any other, anything that we missed, like any other social media or any upcoming projects that we didn't mention in between that, that uh, you want to mention? Sure thing. Um, well, basically my Instagram is like, cause I'm not even like into the whole Twitter thing anymore. I do have a book, um, but I'm not as active on my Facebook. So basically the best place to kind of catch any new updates or current music or anything like that would be my Instagram. Um, you know, as, as I start to, I, I want to start working on my website and all of that stuff soon. So I'll definitely drop that information once I get everything running. But um, besides my mixtape right now, that's, that's out. I have, you know, songs on Spotify, you know, just all the major platforms, Apple music, you know, so um, I'm currently working to drop my EP. Um, I'm aiming for maybe mid-summer. So that's the next project that I'm working on is my official album. Self. So nice. it's coming together good, but it's just, you know, it, it's a lot putting it together and everything. But that's the next major thing I'm working on. Okay. All right. So something to look forward to. So got the appetizer with the, the mixtape and then coming with, I guess you say the full meal later on uh, in 2023. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm aiming for. Um, it's, it's probably not going to have the same vibe as the mixtape. Um, you know, it's going to be more up-tempo. I'm just pockets on the EP, but it's going to be fun. You'll, I think, you know, my supporters will love what I'm doing on it. So. Nice, nice. Looking forward to that. Looking forward to You are now listening to the radio show. Old people. People in general. Stop wearing them ignorant ass Bluetooth pieces in your ear. You're listening to the radio show ATL on YouTube and all other podcast providers. And I would say another thing that we're looking forward to, like I had mentioned before, we got our, like I said, our question game here to, you know, I, I wouldn't say lighten the move, but it's nothing to lighten up because we just been kicking it like old friends, you know, just shooting the breeze and stuff, you know? So this is, so what we got here is, uh, we got this game, it's called Don't At Me. So basically I'm gonna ask you um, a few questions. Okay. Right? You make a choice, you know, like uh, uh, the example I always use is like, hey, do you like Coke or Pepsi? And if you like Coke, you would say Coke. Don't at me. So whatever answer that you give, you just gotta say don't at me after. That's that's pretty much it. Like we on Instagram, you know. Right. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. So uh, we're gonna go ahead and get into the first one here. All right. So Danny, in your opinion, in your view, what is the best flavor of a Jolly Ranch? Oh, I don't even like Jolly Ranch. Uh, okay, strawberry. Don't. Ask. Okay, she says strawberry. All right, all right. Juicy K, what is the best flavor of Jolly Ranch? M16, you know I'm coming with the most unpopular opinion. because Oh, no, don't you say grape. Not no. grape. No, I'm going to say lemon. Lemon? Don't, lemon. don't I, okay. yeah, lemon. I freaking love the lemon. They took it out, but I love the lemon. They took it out because it's awful. If I want a cough <laughs> drop, I'll just take a cough drop. Mute, mute no, yourself. No, it's amazing. 
mute yourself. Lemon, get lemon. out of here. Get out second, of here. Okay, but my second one is watermelon, but lemon is, is okay. Oh, I didn't know watermelon, kid. Yeah. All right, yeah, watermelon's cool. But I'm going to tell you, the best flavor of Jolly Rancher that people sleep on is fruit punch. If you have not yet had a fruit punch Jolly Rancher, okay. it's, pretty, it's pretty good, all right? Don't at me on that lemon. Oh, it's juicy. I mean, hey, fruit punch on, if you're fancy, I guess. I if mean, I ain't, I ain't listen, near about I've fancy. I've been bugging it since forever, so... I'm going with lemon and don't at me. That's like saying you you like, you know, the black jelly beans. Get going with that. All right. All right, then here's the next one. Can you name a famous TV theme song that has no lyrics? That mm. has no lyrics. No lyrics. But you know, when you hear that mug, you know exactly you know exactly what that's for. Ooh. I can't think of me that don't have lyrics. I can't think of that anything. That's a hard one. Cause I don't have lyrics. No. Oh, well, I'm about to take it back to the 70s. Um. Oh. What's the joint with um? God, it's not uh. Oh, I had my guy on it. Like it, it used to come on. Like, oh my gosh, I can't even think of it. But I think y'all know where I'm going with this. But it doesn't have lyrics. So anyway, I can't think of the name of the day. <laughs> I got one. I, now that you said it, I don't even know. Maybe we're thinking about the same one. I would say Sanford and Son. Yes. Yeah, that's, that's, yeah. It was another one too. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Because a lot of them in the '70s didn't have lyrics, but right. the so like you would never forget it yes Sanford and Son is definitely probably number one but it was the other one dang it I can't and I'm gonna think about it dang it I'm, I'm gonna blank I'm gonna google this yeah, y'all got <laughs> this is what I be wanting out of these is stuff like this where it gets your mind going I know right it's like oh what is that dang on we can move on I can't even I can't think but yeah Sanford and Son right. 16 which one which one you got where it would have, it would have been Sanford and Son is one of the main ones where the moment you hear you don't need no lyrics, you know, you already know that's the one right there. But the seventies and eighties always had ones that didn't have like remember that show What's right. Happening? What's happening didn't have no uh that's Yeah. It. What's that's happening didn't have no Yes, that's yep. what I, what's happening. That's what's happening. Yes, that's the one that I was thinking about. But when she says that, I'm like, that's it. That one. Yeah, it's yeah. It, it's oh, like yeah. the moment they, yeah. they don't even need lyrics, you know. You just hear right. it, and then boom, it just takes you to that. So it takes dang. you to that, that time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's it. Dang, I did, okay, see when I when I came up with that question, uh, that's the that's the reaction I was looking for. All right, <laughs> all right. So, all right. So we're gonna go uh, with the next one here. All right. So, Danny, you are choosing a restaurant. Which one would you prefer? Uh, what's your flavor? Italian or Mexican? Mm, Italian, don't at me. All right, all right. Now, Juicy K, I got a pretty good idea which one you're gonna pick. Can I say it preemptively and see if I can read your mind on this one? You uh -huh. may. It's Italian for sure. Italian for sure, and I can even yeah. read the restaurant. It's uh, Carabas. <laughs> Shout out to Carabas. Yeah. Yes, I love Carabas. Yes. <laughs> 
Caravas is is really good. You know, I just want to say to Caravas, if you if you listen to somebody who work at Caravas, put the scampi Damien back on the menu. Stop having me have to hope that y'all can make it. Y'all got all the stuff back there to make it. Just make the damn thing and stop making it so difficult. Um, <laughs> um hey, which one? Italian or Mexican? Hmm. Uh, you know what? I like them both, but I'm probably gonna choose. I probably choose Mexican. You know, I want some queso, oh, some yeah. salsa, a Can't quesadilla. Go Can't go wrong with either, but that's the one. That's the one I choose. And the name of the game, Juicy K. Why you looking at me like that? Don't <laughs> at me. So don't at me. All right. <laughs> All right. Then we got two more here for you. All right. Okay. This is. An, I feel like this is another good one that's gonna get you like the theme song. Which, who has been in? Like, which one of these actors has been in more better movies, like more good movies? Denzel Washington or Samuel L. Jackson? Oh, wow. You ain't right in 16. Oh, you ain't right for that. Oh, my God. Um, mm, That's a tough one. It is. That is a tough one. And they've been in a lot of projects together. So, um... I think that one depends on just who you who your flavor is, is as far as like who you like as an actor. So I I like both lot though. Like they're two of my favorites. I'll go with Denzel. And because he's like the more, you know, I guess appealing to to the ladies, right? But just because um he's super versatile. Like super I'm sorry, I'm sorry. He's super versatile. You know, and I think that even seeing him, like I think the the project that's sticking out in my head the most is when he played um, more. What is it? More better blues or whatever the mm-hmm. case it was, the the trumpet player or whatever. Like that takes skill. He had to learn that to to play that part. You see what I'm saying? And he was amazing. And and everything he's done, like he can go from doing that to being a soldier to being a yeah. a gangster. <laughs> so I'll, I'll go with Denzel on that. I wouldn't wouldn't dream of it. Wouldn't not gonna ask you, Juicy K. Who who's been in more good movies, Denzel or Samuel L. Jackson? I'm gonna go with Denzel. I feel like, um, and some people, and don't at me. You can at me if you like you like to, but no, please don't do that. Um, I think I think like Danny said, I think he's more versatile. Um, I kind of think that, and again, some people may say the same thing about Denzel, but I think that Samuel L is kind of type typecast. He's um, angry, or he's the one that's gonna be cussing somebody out, an MF or out. Um, I wanted, <laughs> but Denzel, I mean, he went from you know glory, being a soldier, to mm-hmm. Training Day, like. To me, Training Day was like one of his best movies because you didn't expect you didn't expect that out of him. No, you didn't expect that out of him. So, I love him. I love Denzel. Um, I love his son. I love everything about Denzel. Yeah. So don't at me. Yeah. <laughs> All right. This um, I had to come up with some good ones like this because I knew I had my homegirl Juicy on here, and Dan is such a great singer. I had to come with these bangers with these don't at me questions. This go around. Yeah. You um, did that. <laughs> yeah. It, the, the winner on this one, they're both great. They both have great movies under their belt. It's Denzel, and I'm using this for a mini gripe. Denzel Washington, for the life of me, and I still can't understand to this day, how in the world he did not win the Best Actor Oscar for playing Malcolm X. It's oh, a travesty that, part. that yes. they gave that to Al Pacino when Malcolm X, I mean, Denzel, they like to say he bodied that 
wrong. I mean, he bye. killed it. And for him not to have won that award for that is just straight up disappointing. So it's Denzel, not to say that Samuel L. Jackson is a slouch, but just based on the fact they did not give it for my man, for Malcolm X, it's Denzel, don't act. Definitely. All right. So then we got the last M16. one here. M16, yes. what's your yes. favorite um, Denzel line? I'm sorry, you know I have ADHD. My favorite Denzel line, like in any movie, just a favorite Denzel line. And then um, you too, I, I want you to think of one too. Well, I was gonna say, it's not a line that he really said, but it was what was said about him. And it's from Malcolm X when he was, you know, commanding everything. And that one guy was like, that's too much power for one man to have. I just, you know, he didn't say it, but it was about what he was playing. And I just liked that. Mm -hmm. Okay. Danny, what's what you got? I think for me, I don't know why the, the line, and I think it was training day when he, no, was it training day Kong ain't got nothing on me? Like when he was like all pumped yep. up or whatever. Yep. <laughs> so that one kind of sticks out in my head, but he has so many. Cause it's like, Denzel is just, oh no, he got so just, it's it's just a lot of material. So, but that one sticks out for some reason. For me, same scene as when he said, I'm putting cases on all you bitches. That's how yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, it's a piece. Why are you apologizing for it? You act like this is censored. People say whatever they want on this show. You know that. That's me at work sometimes. I'm in my head. I'm Denzel in that very moment. Exactly. Oh. And, and Danny, come sign that one on that. All right. All right. So we got the the last one here for you. All right. And this is assuming that you deal with this. If not, this question is gonna flunk. Um, so what is the, you're, you're out, what's the better amusement park food? Is it cotton candy, funnel cake, or do you have an off the board answer for when you're like, you know, you at Disney World, you at Six Flags, what's the go-to amusement park food for you? Oh, it's easy, funnel cake. Yes. I, like, I don't, um, I don't live far away from King's Dominion and I literally will just go in the park just to get a funnel cake in the summertime and leave. Like, I don't even have to stay. I just crave funnel cake. Wherever I go, if it's funnel cake, I'm trying. Like, it was somewhere I went recently and they had funnel cake fries and I was just excited. I was just like, oh my gosh. Like, I was just like in the candy store. So, funnel cake, don't add. Facts. UCK, <laughs> you was making faces over there. I What's was. up? Honestly, is, I don't understand. I don't understand the funnel cake concept. It, it I can't. Yeah. So shoot, I'm gonna shoot. go with French fries. I know you can get French fries anywhere, but amusement park French fries with the amusement park ketchup on the side. Oh but yeah. Spread all over it, but just that all over. It. Yep. When you dip mm. it, that's my favorite. So, yes. Sounds great. Do you, do you enjoy that with your lemon Jolly Ranches as well? Yes, Would that I, work for you? Yes, I do. <laughs> I wouldn't dare ask you on that one, but... Don't at me. Daddy Girl is correct. It is funnel cake, especially the strawberry one. I went to Disney World a couple years ago, and uh, I was in line eating eating some funnel cake with the strawberries on it, and I was in the line, and the guy was like, hey, guys, you know, just make sure that this gets done before you get to the door. I'm like, bro, this ain't going to even make it to the trash can over there. I'm going to rock this right here. Right here. <laughs> right here. You ain't got to worry about me taking that in there because it ain't going to make it. I'm finishing all this. It had the powdered sugar on there, strawberries. It was a mess. It was everything. Yeah. It was all over my shirt. I didn't care. Whatever. I like it. It's good. 
You know, you know something? You know what else was good? That was playing Don't At Me with Danny Girl right here on the aftermath. She did a great job playing around with our nonsense. You know, doing her thing. Absolutely. You are now listening to the radio show. GPS, for the most part, is reliable, you know. Um, But today, and usually in the past, I ignore these, but they give you, hey, save five minutes. Hey, save two minutes. Well, this one said, hey, save seven minutes. I said, you know what? Seven seems like a reasonable, you know... That's that's a a reasonable time. You know, five minutes, I'm really not losing nothing. Two minutes, who gives a fuck, right? If I'm late, fuck it, I'm two minutes late. I said, but seven minutes, I'm going to take you up on that DPS. I clicked the new route, and I ended up 10 minutes later than what the fuck I was supposed to get to with the original time. You're listening to the radio show on YouTube and all other podcast providers. All right. So, um, Danny, this is, I mean, I, I mean, I could really just honestly say this is one of the best conversations we've ever had on this show. You're outstanding. Your answers, your just your whole vibe is just giving out positive energy. And then you can back it up. It's not like you have all this positive energy and you great. But then on top of all that, you got the nerve to be able to sing, not sing, sing. So definitely. Um, if you take a look at the screen here, we got Danny's information on the screen here. So please follow her on Instagram at underscore Danny Girl three. Uh, yeah, so under underscore Danny Girl underscore three. All right. Her music is available on all the major platforms. So Deezer, Tidal, Apple, Spotify, wherever you listen to music, just search for Danny Girl. All right. She got her YouTube channel. Search for Danny Girl, and then her mixtape that is out right now that you need to be listening to. All this is gonna be in the podcast description. 408 AM NBA is available on spinrilla.com. Please do yourself a favor and go listen to that. I'm putting a special plug for Big Girl Energy. That's my song right there. I let Danny know about that. That's my song. Really like that a whole bunch. All I right? like Inner Freak. I like Inner Freak. Oh, I mean, thank you. Yep. Also, honorable mention to it's not on the mix, on the mix, but nice enough. Love that song. Love it. Oh. Love it. Love it. All right. So make sure and give her a like, a follow, a listen. All of it counts. Every single bit of it. So, uh, Danny, you know, again, you know, we appreciate the time and we look forward for you to come back and hang out with us again, you know, have some great conversation. M16, can I say something? Are you asking me for real? Like, you're asking me, can you say something? Yes, because of the whole Jolly Rancher situation. Anyway. so, uh, Danny, I want to let you know that your inner light shines. I don't know if anybody's ever told you that, but not only do you have talent, but your aspirations to help uplift other women, especially other Black women, is admirable. Um, this culture in this day and age is very easy to tear down the next woman, but you want to help somebody and bring somebody up, and that's rare, and so you shine, and so you're going to be blessed yeah. because you're already a blessing to somebody else. Oh, thank you. Beautiful. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Thank you. This is beautiful. Two queens helping to straighten their crowns. I love it. That's what we're trying to be on for real. Absolutely. 
I love it. So um, again, all the information that I said that was on the screen will be in the podcast description. Do yourself a favor and please listen to Danny Girl. Give her, like I said, a like, a follow, listen, all of it counts. So Danny, again, we so much appreciate the time and we look forward to further conversation in the future. Yes, I'll come back anytime. Invite me back. I'll come back, especially when I get ready to drop my EP and I got some stuff going on. I'm going to hit you guys. I don't know. So we can always link back up in. I appreciate you having me. Thank you so much. Danny girl, I am I have my own show on a radio station. So I'm definitely gonna have oh. you on. Definitely gonna have you when you drop everything. Yes. I got you. Yes. Um thank you. For sure. Nice. You are now listening to the radio show. To the radio show ATL on YouTube and all other podcast providers. All right, we're back here on Aftermath. Juicy K, we just got done talking to Danny Girl. How you feel about uh, the conversation that we just had with her? I am speechless, and you know that's a feat for me. So. Yes. <laughs> I had so much fun with her. Um, she's got such a great energy, a great spirit, and I can't wait for the world to hear her. So. Shout out to you, Danny girl. Thank you for yeah. sitting with us tonight. Yes, um, just a great vibe, a great singer, just a great person, you know, letting off good vibes, not just in the music industry, but just in life in general, right? So if you take a look at the screen right there, it's the information for Danny girl here, we'll run through it here. So you can follow her on Instagram at underscore Danny girl underscore three, all right? Her music is available on Spotify, Apple, Tidal, Deezer, wherever you get your music, just search for Danny girl, all right? She's on YouTube at Danny Girl, and then her mixtape is 408 AM NBA. It's available on spinrilla.com. All that information will be in the podcast description and in the YouTube description as well. All right, so make sure to give her a like, a follow, a listen, all the support counts, and I know she would appreciate it. All right? Beautiful so as far as our yes. lovely yes. co-host, Juicy K, if you take a look at the screen, there's her information for the break room. You catch her every Monday and Tuesday from 12 to 2 on Global R&B 96.3, all right, with her sisters, Dr. E and Rocks. Uh, Juicy K, what you guys got coming up talking about, you know, soon? you have any idea or we're going to leave the people in suspense? I think we're going to leave the people in, this, in suspense. That's the best way to go about it. You I know, like all it. I can tell you is it will be some foolery and very entertaining and educating maybe even. This, this is fact, so the information is right there on the screen, and Juicy K's information will also be in the podcast description as well. Now, to round it out for information concerning the radio show, if you want to be a guest on the radio show ATL, just send us an email to radioshowinbox at gmail.com, or you can send us a text, 678-800-1677. We look forward to hearing from you. So again, great conversation with Danny Girl. She's fantastic. Look forward to further conversation with her. Juicy K, I want to say thank you again for coming on the show. You know, this is your homeboy from home. Anytime, any day, come on by. We'd thank love you. to have you. All right. Thank you. For everybody that's out there listening and watching, thank you for all the support that you give the radio show ATL. We definitely appreciate it. We're coming for everything all 2023. So again, many thanks to Danny Girl. Thanks again to Juicy K. And, you know, we're just going to keep dropping this heat. So we appreciate you. And we'll talk to you soon. Thanks for watching.